Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Clever Girls Know podcast. This is Bola Shokumbi. I'm the founder and CEO of Clever Girl Finance. The Clever Girls Know podcast is a podcast for women, offering a space for conversations around personal finance, business, life, and living. I'd love for you to subscribe to this podcast, and you can do that everywhere you listen to your podcast episodes. And if you love what you listen to, head on over to iTunes and leave a review so that other amazing women just like you can find this podcast as well. I'd also love for you to stop by clevergirlfinance.com. We have new content on the blog multiple times a week. We have over 30 plus free courses. Plus, when you sign up for a course, you can talk to a Clever Girl Finance mentor for free to get encouragement, motivation, or if you just want to have an open, no shame, no judgment girl talk. Finally, check out our YouTube channel. Just search Clever Girl Finance on YouTube. And if you don't already follow us on Instagram, you can find us at Clever Girl Finance. Okay, so let's get into today's episode. Hi, everyone. This is Yasmir. I am the content creator for Clever Girl Finance, and I have my lovely coworker Esther here with me. We're taking over the podcast today. I'm going to let Esther introduce herself. Hi, Yasmir. I'm so happy to be here with you today. Hi, everybody. My name is Esther and I'm the operations manager at Clever Girl Finance. So today, Esther and I are doing a podcast takeover and we're going to talk about Choosing to Prosper, the Choosing to Prosper book launch event, which took place on Saturday here in New York City, where I am, as well as share the parts of the book that stood out for us. As you all know, Bola Shakumbi, the founder and CEO of Clever Girl Finance, is a four-time book publisher and has recently released her new book titled Choosing to Prosper, Triumph Over Adversity, Break Out of Comfort Zones, Achieve Your Dreams. Esther, would you like to kick off by sharing your experience at the book launch event? I certainly will. And first of all, my highlight was meeting you in person. Since since we've been working together for a number of years and we've worked Mm -hmm. on different projects together, we talk on Slack every day. So meeting you in person was really amazing and you're just as beautiful in person as you are online. Oh, (laughs) thank you, Esther. You're most welcome. (laughs) That was my highlight. But I think overall what stood out for me at the event was that there was very much a sisterhood vibes. And I think Mm -hmm. this is one of the things that Bola has done amazingly well in curating over the years that she's been running her business is she's really been able to form a sense of sisterhood. I felt although I was meeting a lot of the ladies at the event for the very first time, we all felt connected Mm -hmm. and there was one person in the room that made that connection possible. So that really stood out for me. Mm -hmm. I was super empowered by Bola's journey, hearing the details about her journey, her experience, that really stood out to me. It really empowered me because Mm -hmm. it was relatable. Her experiences, I can relate to some of the challenges that she's faced. I can relate to her career journey and just some of the challenges that she mentioned in her book is something that Mm -hmm. I can relate to as a woman, but also as a Black woman. Mm -hmm. And it was fun. The food was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) 
and it was, was just amazing <laughs> it was I particularly enjoyed the dessert I made sure I got a few of those towards the end <laughs> me too <laughs> so yeah that's really it for me I think it was an amazing event I'm so glad that I was there in person because I got to experience it for myself and meet my amazing co-workers. What about you, Yasmin? How did you find the book launch event? Oh, I loved it so much. And like you, I felt that sense of sisterhood. I was talking and meeting people, meeting other personal finance influencers there. So that was great. Wow. I can't say that I have just one highlight because of course, like, one of them is meeting you, Esther, and Zandi. it was great. Zandi also lives in Great Britain. And so it was really nice to see you both. And then the other highlight is meeting our Clever Girl Finance live followers. <laughs> they would come up to me and say, I see you on the lives every week. I'm like, oh my gosh, yay, you're here. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Like, it was just so amazing to, to see everyone. And the the enthusiasm that was there and got the sense that a lot of people were inspired by hearing Boa's story. So that's very that was very touching to me. I couldn't agree with you more. I think just the community, the people that have supported Bola over the years, whether it's through Clever Girl or her own personal work, I think it was just incredible seeing them in person, meeting them, and also just taking part in the celebration. I think. It was a book launch, but it was also, for me, just a celebration of Bola. So, yeah, it was great meeting all mm-hmm. the community members that were able to attend. So let's kick into the book, Choosing to Prosper, Triumph Over Adversity, Break Out of Comfort Zones, Achieve Your Dreams by Bola Sukumbi. So I feel like if we're going to start anywhere, we should start off with the book title, because for me, the title really stood out and the title says everything about a book. When you go to the bookshop and you're deciding on what to, to what book to read, you're going to mm-hmm. look at the title. And when I first saw the title of the book, it stood out to me because I read a lot of self-help books. And I must say that for me, the title literally mapped out the secret to live in a fulfilled Mm -hmm. life. It was almost like if there was a formula, if you could give a formula for living a fulfilled life, it was the title of the book, Choosing to Prosper, Triumph Over Adversity, Break Out of Comfort Zones and Achieve Your Dreams. Like it says everything that it's a choice that you make to prosper. And that just gives me control. It gives me a sense of control, a sense of ownership that actually I can take ownership of my life and I can take back control if I feel like I have lost control or I don't have any control and triumph over adversity. I think sometimes when we think about creating the life that we want, we just think about the good times and the things that go well. We never really include the bad things that could go wrong. So this just reminded me that yes, although adversity may come on the journey, but you can triumph over them. Breaking out of comfort zones, I feel like that has definitely been me this year, just really breaking out of my comfort zones and trying new things and taking more risks and Mm -hmm. achieving your dreams. Because really and truly, if we're not achieving our dreams in life, then 
really what is this life for? Why are we here if we're not able to achieve the goals and dreams that we have in our hearts? What about you, Yasmin? Esther, I must say that the more I get to know you, the more I find out that we have a lot in common because (laughs) I also read self-help books. Uh, They just help me a lot. And the book of the title, Choosing to Prosper, Triumph Over Adversity, Break Out of Comfort Zones, Achieve Your Dreams, that to me means I have a choice because oftentimes I get stuck in a rut and I play the victim. This only happens to me and then I feel sorry for myself and I forget that I have choices and I do have the choice to prosper. It's just going to take a lot of work and a lot of support along the way. And so I try to keep that in mind because sometimes I just get into a dark place where I'm like, oh, the future is bleak, like I'm stuck and all this stuff. But then I, have to, I remind myself, no, I have a choice. Yeah. And I think that's something that I believe a lot of our listeners can relate to. I think it's mm-hmm. very easy to get stuck in the victim mode and it's not that we don't experience bad things like there are people sometimes you can have a bad manager at work right sometimes you can be treated unfairly you could be discriminated against you could be lied upon at work these are real things that happen but I think it's so important that we rise above those situations and take ownership so that we can get the outcome that we want despite those challenges happening so well done for just even recognizing that because that's the first place Mm -hmm. to begin is just recognizing it and then you know that okay since I have this tendency now this is what I'm going to do to overcome that and this is how I'm going to choose to prosper in this area yes and then I got to learn how Bola chose to prosper in her life Mm -hmm. even throughout all the adversity she chooses that all the time yes every chapter of the book you read and we're going to go into like the chapters that stood out for us so I've only read up to chapter five and that's because at the end of each chapter there are a set of questions and it Mm -hmm. literally is questions designed to help you create your own strategy for how you are going to choose to prosper in your life and so it's taken me longer to read because I'm literally Mm -hmm. like going through each of the questions and mapping out my strategy but every chapter of the book it just makes you feel so empowered so inspired the goals that you have will just get bigger and bigger (laughs) as you read through each chapter so the next thing that I wanted us to discuss about the book was to share what chapter of the book stood out to you for me It has to be chapter one. It was so interesting to see how Bola's family has helped her or has helped her shape into the person that she is today. She talked a lot about her paternal grandmother Mm -hmm. and how she was inspiring to her. Mm -hmm. She talked about her aunties, her father, her mother. And so that stood out to me because family does shape you and I found that very relatable because the women in my family they're very strong and they do what it takes to see their children succeed so I I felt like I can I could relate to that because I saw that too my family immigrated here from the Dominican Republic to give me and my sister a better life 
and mm. they worked hard and they did everything they could to see us succeed. And they've done just that because I managed to be the first one in my family to graduate high school, graduate college. Congratulations. <laughs> well Thank done. Thank you. And soon I'll be the first to have a master's degree. And I am paving the way. And there's this quote that I love that says, you are your ancestors' wildest dreams. Mm. Because that's what they want for us. And it just, it makes me feel good. Yeah. And even if I didn't do these things, I didn't accomplish all these things, I think my parents would still feel proud of me just because of the person who I am. And that's mm. all because of them. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And I hope they get to hear this podcast. <laughs> yes. I would have to I translate because think... my mom doesn't speak English. So I would have to translate. <laughs> Please do, because I think it is so important for the people that have inspired us to hear yeah. it from us, that we appreciate what they've done and that we're proud of the decisions that they've made. Similarly to you as well, for me, chapter one really just laid the foundation of the book, the importance of having role models and strong women as role models in our lives as women and how the decisions that we make, how it impacts generations to come. And in the book, like you mentioned, both Bola's grandmother and mother, they chose to prosper in their own ways. And those decisions that they made, as hard as it was back in their days, because it wasn't common for women to be making boss moves as they were. Mm -hmm. Bola describes, I think it was her mum, she described her as the queen of side hustles. Her mum was very much forward thinking it's almost mm -hmm. as if she had insight on what life would be like in 10, 12 years time. And she decided to take action then and there, even if it meant that she was the only one. And even if it meant taking Bola with her to her classes, yes. college, while she was getting her <laughs> qualification. Yeah. And, and she provides the, pictures. It's so cute. <laughs> They're in I the was book. just about oh. to say that. Yes. So guys, this is why, listen, you have to get the book because... Yasmer and I can only share so much and we're only giving you a taster, but there is so much more in the book. There are amazing photos of Bola's family and her mother and Bola looks so cute. I feel like she's definitely kept up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she looked amazing in that dress. But yeah, just the decisions that these women made at a time where it was uncommon for women to make those types of decisions, but they decided to choose to prosper in their own way. Mm -hmm. And those decisions became stepping stones to the life that Bola would go on to create for herself and the impact that she would make on so many women from all walks of life. And just like you mentioned, I think throughout the book, and especially in chapter one, you get to really hear Bola's appreciation for the sacrifices that her parents and her family members made to allow her to have the life that she was able to have. And I think it's so important that we're able to recognize the people in our lives that have made sacrifices, whether big or whether small. To us, they may look like small sacrifices, but to them, that's probably all they had. And it's important for us to go back and say thank you, but also live the life that they desire for us. 
as a way to say thank you to them. Totally agree. Moving on to the next discussion point. So Yasmeh, share with us, what does choosing to prosper mean to you? Choosing to prosper means that I have what it takes. I have that possibility to prosper in the way that that I want to, that no matter what's going on around me, no matter what I'm in control of or not in control of, I can always choose to prosper, find the path, find a way. And that's something that I learned from my family. And that's something that Bola's family also instilled in her and she carries through to today. And she managed to write this wonderful book and share with us how she did it. So when I think about that, the title, Choosing the Prosper, I think about Bola's life and journey. And I see myself there too. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I think for me, similarly to you, it's just knowing and believing that I can choose the life that I want and not feeling as though I can just let things happen and just settle Mm -hmm. for what life throws at me and that it's okay for life not to have this linear path. I think we talked about this actually at the book launch event that when you look at Bola's journey, there were lots of pivots and lots of changes, but then all of those pivots and changes were leading her in the direction that she wanted to go, Mm -hmm. ultimate destination. I think sometimes it's easy to really beat ourselves up and feel like we're unaccomplished or we're not achieving or that we're not Mm -hmm. where our pairs are or that we're behind or it's too late for us because of the curveballs. And maybe you've changed careers a few times. Maybe you've tried like 10 different businesses that haven't worked or relationship hasn't worked or whatever it is. And it's easy to think that because you haven't gone from A to Z that you failed. So for me, I really got from the book, just appreciating those pivots and those curveballs. And as long as they are taking me to the direction that I want to get to, then I'm on the right track. And also choosing to prosper means to me that I don't have to apologize when it comes to standing up for myself. You know, Bola shares various situations where she had to stand up for herself while she was in education, in the workplace, and also in business. When she was starting up her business, how she had to stand up for herself as a woman, as a Black woman, as a CEO Mm -hmm. and a founder of her business. So that really inspired me just not to be apologetic about standing up for myself if I feel like somebody is treating me unfairly or being Mm -hmm. disrespectful or yeah just if there's something happening that I don't like I don't have to apologize for saying I don't like that and I want that behavior to stop also I know I said that was the last one but I'll add one more (laughs) and this one I think is the highlight and again like I haven't finished the book but what I've got from the book so far is that choosing to prosper is beyond money because I think Mm -hmm. sometimes we can hear the word prosperity and just think about money, dollars and pounds and coins. But mm-hmm. it really is more than that. And Wallace shares that in the book. It's about finding strength and courage to go for the things that you believe in, whether mm-hmm. that's in your career, in your business, your personal life, your family life, your health goals. And Wallace puts it as 
pursuing the life you deserve on your terms. So that's actually a quote from the book. So yeah, that's what choosing to prosper means to me. And I'm sure that on my journey, choosing to prosper is going to mean different things. I feel like it's something that will evolve with my journey. Yes. And we have to do a podcast, you and I, in a couple of years. (laughs) And I just feel like we're going to be in a different and much better place. You did mention pivoting. That's actually, we talked a lot, a little bit about this actually in our last live, Clever Girl Finance Live, where we were talking about how not to make rash decisions with your career. And yes, people make pivots, they make mistakes with their careers, but that's not the end all be all. You'll eventually find something, you just have to be thoughtful. And I'm happy that Bola shared that because when you see a successful person, a successful woman of color, you think, wow, like I must be lacking because something is wrong. But we only see the success and not really like the progress. The journey yeah. to that. And Bola does an amazing job at sharing her story with us so that we all know that we're not the only ones that may That's be feeling, right. yeah, that may be feeling like this about ourselves. At the end of the chapter, Bola does have those like questions to make you think, I haven't done that because I've just been reading through because I'm like, I can't, I can't put this book down. <laughs> but I'm going to definitely. <laughs> I'm going to definitely go back and do those exercises. Yeah, I literally had pages and pages of journal notes from each question, but they are so good. It's really worth doing. And obviously, when you get the book, you'd be able to see them at the end of each chapter. But they are really worth doing because more than just hearing Bola's story, what she really wants you to do is for you to implement the lessons and for you Mm -hmm. to then go ahead and create the life that you want. And the only way that we can do that is by taking action. And so when you get the book, don't just read it. Be sure to go through each chapter and map out your own strategy for how you're going to choose to prosper in your own life. Esther, how are you choosing to prosper in your life? Ooh, that's a very... So I would say that in the year of 2022, I have definitely had to make some tough decisions concerning my career. Mm -hmm. And although it was difficult at the time, I am truly glad that I made the decision that I made. But making that decision has really helped me to grow a muscle when it comes to not wasting time about what I want. I had the feeling for a very long time, but I was too afraid of the unknown. I was too scared that I'll make the wrong choice. But then there was a question that I asked myself, which was, if I had three months to live, and I know this sounds a bit dramatic, but if I had three months to live, would I still be doing the thing that I was doing? And I was like, no, of course not. Like I wouldn't. So then I asked myself, then why are you doing it now? And there's actually a quote that I heard somebody say the other day. I probably won't get it 100%, but it's along the lines of don't have in front of you what you what is not going to be in your future. And so for me, it was just making that decision that I knew deep down inside where I was in my career is not where I wanted. I want to be in the future. So I made the decision to change that. And it was really tough, but it's like I said, it's built that muscle. I feel like I'm prepared and ready to make another tough decision if I need to. 
What about you? How are you choosing to prosper? The way I am choosing to prosper is similar to yours, Esther, because I've tried a lot of things as far as my career. So I'm making like the hundredth pivot (laughs) or I'm in that transition. And just knowing that I have a choice of how I want my life to be like. And Mm. I know what I want to do. I love helping people in a one-on-one, like very genuine way. So that's what makes me happy. That is what's fulfilling to me. And that's what I will choose for myself. And choosing to unlearn all these things that I've heard about. You have to stay at a job for 10 years, even though the environment is toxic. Or until you retire, you stay there. I, my my family they say they worry about me because I'm always changing jobs and like I'm trying things out I'm trying what works for me so it's just also like ignoring those comments too, which has been hard because those comments will make me feel insecure about myself but I'm just choosing to go with my gut I, I know what I want for sure I know myself well enough and I already envision the life that I want and I'm gonna go for it yeah and that's it right there it's choosing despite of what people say despite the challenges despite the fear and similar to you I have pivoted a lot in my careers and like yourself my my mum was very worried at one point (laughs) she was like you keep changing jobs (laughs) but it is very different our generation and our parents generation I think nowadays you know that thing where you're in a job until you retire no longer exists and I think people no longer want to just work for money they also Mm -hmm. want like you said a good environment to work in they want progression they want to be valued and respected as well the workplace to be inclusive so Mm -hmm. these things matter to us more now than they did in our parents generation of course yeah yeah Why do you think choosing to prosper is a choice that you make and then pursue despite fear, setbacks, or making mistakes along the way? I think because life is full of challenges full stop. So even when we plan for the things that we want, there are so many things that are outside of our control. So it's important that despite all of that, that we know that when things don't go our way, we still have the power to choose. So we don't give up just because there are challenges or we don't give up just because the plan that we had may no longer work and we have to come up with another plan or we might have to take a longer route to where we want to get to. And I think that's why, because life is, there's always going to be something or someone. If it's not life, it could just be people. Sometimes Mm -hmm. people don't want to see you prosper. They don't want to see you do well. Sometimes it could be our family members. It could be our friends, our work colleagues. There's different challenges that people face, but we still have to take back control by seeing what we can change, by making decisions that we can make in order to get the outcome that we desire for our lives. What about you? So for me, choosing to prosper is a choice. Like I don't, I can't see it any other way just because of my outlook about life you mentioned having three months to live would you stay out of job or I think about that too so when I make decisions about how I want prosperity in my life I do think about that I had my father pass away he was very young 
but I saw him work himself to death. And that's something that I don't want to repeat. I feel like I honor my dad's legacy by choosing how I want my life to be and not think this is it. I'm stuck with this, whatever that is, job or relationship. And that's just how it is. And I'm just going to push through. And it doesn't have to be that way. So that's, that's to me, what choosing to process is a choice. And you Mm -hmm. have to do it despite what people will say. Because you're Esther, there will be people that don't want that for you. And there will be people that will resent you because you did something that they wish they had done. And there are times that people are going to project their fears onto you. I get that a mm. lot. Um, my family does that to me all the time, which is why like, I'm, <laughs> I am very selective about what I share with them, my friends, because it used to be that when I didn't recognize that people were projecting their fears on me, I was just mm. thinking, oh, this is advice. This is a warning they're giving me. And no, you have the choice to do what you feel is right for you, to choose what prosperity is for you. That is right. And the book just sums it all, doesn't it? The title of the book sums it all. Yeah, it's lovely. And I'm so happy and grateful to Bola for Mm. taking the time and energy to write it. I know the process wasn't easy, (laughs) but it's so worth it. It is. And it's, this is like a gift to humanity. I think for anyone, like nobody has to share their life. Nobody has to share their journey, their challenges, their fear with anybody. And so when someone chooses to do that, I receive it as a gift. And yeah, I'm going to finish the rest of the chapters on my flight back to London. And I'm really excited about just implementing everything that I've learned in the book and creating the life that I love and desire yes and like I said earlier we have to do a podcast you and I in a year or two because we're gonna look back at this and we're gonna be like whoa like we came a long way you know that I'm confident about that (laughs) we do and I feel like we we promised the listeners that we would do like a mid-year update from our last podcast Mm -hmm. that would probably be the next podcast episode that you get from Yasma and I just sharing Mm -hmm. our recent updates and we'll definitely do another update in relation Mm -hmm. to how we've implemented what we've taken away from choosing to prosper book so guys this brings us to the close of today's podcast episode thank you for joining us and listening to Yasma and I share our takeaways from Choosing to Prosper book by Bola Sukumbi. We know that when you read the book that you will have your own aha moments. And that's what I love about the book. Ten and hundreds and thousands of women will read the book and each person will have a different takeaway, especially as you use and implement the questions at the end of each chapter and you create your own Choosing to Prosper life strategy. This book is going to absolutely inspire you to tap into your greatness, to build the real wealth that you desire and deserve and make the conscious choice to prosper, regardless of what anyone says or setbacks that you face. If you don't already have a copy of the book, grab your copy anywhere where books are sold 
And you can also request a copy from your local library. The book is also going to be available in audiobooks. So Yasmin, I don't know about you, but when I like a book, I like a book. I have to have the hard copy. I have to have the Kindle version and the audiobook. And that's exactly what I'm going to do with this book as well. I just want to be able to consume it in lots of different ways, whether it's laying in my bed or sitting in the garden or just on a train somewhere on my laptop or just listening to it whilst I'm cleaning the house. Yeah, I love books and I'll always buy books. Mm. I recently got into audio because it's a whole different experience listening to the author tell their story. like. It's amazing. So I've gotten into that too. So I usually buy the books. And if it's a book that I really, I usually pay for the audio too. Yasmin, thank you so much for being an amazing co-host once again. And we'll catch you on the next podcast episode. Yes. Thank you, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. And I hope you enjoyed it. If you've loved the episode, but you don't yet subscribe to the podcast, You can do that everywhere you listen to your podcast episodes and head on over to iTunes and leave a review so other amazing women just like you can find this podcast as well. Thank you so much for being here and I'll talk to you on the next episode.